7 of the Knit Actually podcast. My name is Becky and I'll be your host. Today's segments include Actually Finished, Actually Working, Actually Hand-Dyed, Actually Designing, Actually Stashed, and Actually Attending. So welcome everyone. Today is um, Tuesday, the 28th of July, 2015, and um, it's been a couple weeks since I've had time to record. I was on vacation with my kiddos, and uh, we just got back into town on Sunday. So not as much knitting um, as I would have liked, but um, more than I expected (laughs) because we did a road trip and it was just the three of us, and uh, so I did all the driving. So um, I do have one finished item to talk about and actually finish today. And it's a pretty simple one. It's just one of those gradient cowls that I've been working on um, that are Christmas gifts. So this one is in purples. Um, this is the skein of yarn that I cake dyed and I actually kind of ran it through three different times. It's got an iridescent iris, uh, purple pop, and then black. And really happy with how it knitted up. I am really glad that I did the third trip through the dye bath because I feel like the um, the purple pop to the black, there's not a whole lot of contrast there. Um, it seems like maybe I had oversaturated the dye in the yarn and the, um, the black, there's just not a ton of it. So it looks good but it looks better with the iridescent iris. It's a really nice contrast. I really like that particular purple and I am pretty excited about that. So that one will likely be for my sister. And um, so now I have three of those sitting on the shelf ready to be wrapped and given away as gifts. Actually working. So I definitely overpacked yarn for this little um, vacation that we were on. We drove, from Colorado to Dinosaur National Monument, which was really fun, and then down to Salt Lake City and stayed there for one night, and then over to Lake Tahoe, and we stayed at the Heavenly Ski Resort um, and did all sorts of fun summer outdoorsy activities. We went zip lining and paddle boating, and we did a ropes course. The kids did the ropes course two days. Um, so we had a great time. It was a very active vacation, so there was not a ton of knitting time. I tried to make sure, especially on the days that we were driving, we... Um, stayed at places that had pools and so when they were in the pool I would swim just a little relaxed in the day and then I would take a little time to knit and when we were in Tahoe there was a little more time um, in the evenings and stuff we were right in the village um, literally maybe like 200 yards from the gondola so there was a ton to do and see at night and a lot of fun stuff to do walking around which was great um, but every night they like to unwind a little bit or they would go in the pool or they'd want to go in the hot tub. And so I would take a little bit of time to knit. So the things that I worked on while I was on the trip is I, um, I'm still working on a pair of vanilla socks from some yarn that I hand dyed. Um, this is the pink and blue and gray striped socks. Um, and they're turning out great. I have the first sock finished and the second sock, I think I'm... I don't know, quarter away through the leg. So I um, kind of put that aside to work on a couple of other things, but I'm hoping to wrap those up this week and that will be yet another great pair of socks. That yarn is super squishy and I think they're going to be really one of my favorite pairs of socks. So I'm excited about those. And then I cast on another pair of socks while I was on the trip. So I had um, hand dyed some self-striping and so this one is a bright orange, bright pink, a dark purple and a beautiful kind of cornflower blue 
and um, I am pretty excited about those. And so I just cast those on. Maybe I'm halfway through the leg of the first one um, on that pair of socks, but very excited about how it's looking. Um, I did make it make sure that I got through one repeat of the striping section. So, um, like I said, very excited about how those are coming along. I think with these, I am going to experiment with an afterthought heel. I don't quite know which afterthought heel yet, um, but I want to try to play around. I usually just do a regular heel flap and a gusset, and with the self-striping, I kind of want to with that a little and see if I can come up with something that looks a little cuter um, in terms of the, the stripes and maintaining that. And then the project that I've been working on in the couple days since I've been home is I really decided that I was excited to um, get working on the briquette hoodie that I had um, cast on back in probably back in June um, and really not done very much with. So this is a um, DK weight pullover. It is a pattern by um, Alicia Plummer, and I'm using my Madeline Tosh uh, DK Twist in the Blue Stow colorway. So it's a really pretty teal. It's that color that I talk about all the time that is the only color I would knit if I didn't have some self-control. But I'm pretty excited about how that's coming along. I, I picked that back up and started kind of working on it when I got home. And um, it's a raglan pullover. So I have finished the neck increases and joined that in the round. And my goal for tonight is to finish um, working to the point where I separate the sleeves because that way um, I can knit that a little more mindlessly. There is some waist shaping and um, it's got a cool pattern where it's got some reverse stockinette and stockinette. And I was reading through the construction of that tonight. So I'm excited to get a little bit further on that one and um, I have a little bit of upcoming travel in the next month or so two different little trips that I'll be taking so my goal is to um, finish that sweater hopefully that sweater in the true cardigan which should not get any love on the vacation or this week since I've been home um, but I'd love to finish those two while I'm traveling and have two new sweaters by Labor Day so that when the fall comes I am um, ready to go with a couple of new things to wear. So actually hand-dyed, I just have one little thing that I am literally working on as this records. Um, I have a great friend who listens, so Sarah, if you're out there, uh, maybe you should pause and pick this up after we have dinner on Thursday. But um, I have a lifelong friend who is in town to visit, and she's a knitter, and she has been super supportive really my whole life, but um, super supportive recently um, with the podcast. So she listens and she sends me messages on Instagram and on Facebook and um, and just makes me feel like I'm not talking to myself. And um, so we are having dinner this week. She's here visiting with her family. And so I dyed her some yarn and I'm pretty excited about it. I, um, I had ordered some merino cashmere nylon um, yarn and it is a worsted weight, fabulous, soft, lovely yarn. And I've seen a bunch of pictures on Instagram of different folks who do um, sort of a, a long repeat of gray and then a little bit of rainbow. So it'll be like a variegated. Um, and that was something I wanted to try out. And I thought, well, gosh, if I was going to give her a single skein of yarn, that might be kind of fun. She has girls. Maybe she can get them a hat or a cowl or 
something fun like that. Um, so I just got done uh, dyeing that right before I started to record, and I am steaming it uh, as I speak. So very excited about that. I will post pictures of it um, after I have given it to her um, so as not to give away the surprise. And, um, and that's it because I have been away, so there hasn't been a lot of opportunity. Actually, designing, um, I did not spend a lot of time on anything um, while I was traveling, but I did get news before I left that the couple things that I had submitted this time around for Twist Collective did not get accepted, so um, I feel like that's okay. And I have a couple of things that I've been working on um, over time. I actually have a bulky cowl that I really, like I wore it constantly last winter, but never wrote a pattern for, and um, so that is one that I am going to be writing up and publishing in the next couple of weeks. I have a little bit of extra time um, this week. And then um, the second thing that I'm going to work on is a um, cabled cowl in a fingering weight yarn that I um, had cast on and swatched for. And uh, I don't know, I'm just really kind of feeling that one right now. I feel like it'll be a nice fall piece. And then there are a couple things that were double knit that I'm also very excited about. I had hand dyed some yarn for, but the double knitting takes a little more focus for me. And so those will probably be a little bit slower off my needles. So that's um, my only update there, but, uh, but it's pretty fun stuff. And I'm excited to... Uh, to dig into that a little bit. Things at work have been very crazy for me, but we had a big project wrap up while I was away and it went great. And I feel like maybe now um, life will settle into the normal amount of crazy busy instead of the um, enhanced crazy busy that it was before I left. Actually stashed. Um, so the great thing about going away um, the week that I was gone was that both of my Magnolia Society subscriptions shipped. So July was the one month that my two subscriptions overlapped. I am currently enrolled in their yarn club and their sweater club, and I know I've talked about this several times. Um, but uh, the yarn club this month was an 80-10-10 fingering weight Um yarn and I am enrolled in the Neo Hippie color group. So the picture, the inspiration picture this time was really cute. It was like a woman in a gray top and then she had these really colorful pants and I was really excited to see what that was going to look like. So um, I checked the spoiler pictures while I was away because I knew my yarn was going to show up while I was gone. Um, the name of the colorway is Mediterranean, and it is like a gray base, and then it's got kind of blues and pinks running through it. I'm very excited to swatch with it. There were a lot of spoiler pictures. I haven't seen pictures of anybody's swatch yet, but um, I need to figure out. I ended up, I bought two subscriptions so that I would end up with a sweater quantity, so I have about 1,600 yards of that now, and um because I got four skeins, and so I will start looking for something to cast on with that. I have not cast on last month's, which was, um, gosh, I forget the name, but it was a teal, lighter teal with kind of pinks and purples in it, and that is one that I am also very much looking forward to 
um, casting on. I have a Brooklyn tweed pattern from the latest um, Wool People that I'm going to cast on in that one. So this one may sit in stash for a little bit of time, but I um, I can't wait to get moving with it. So then I got my Sweater Club subscription, and so that was really exciting to get home on Monday, and my mail got redelivered, and um, I had three packages from Madeline Tosh, which was super, super exciting. So the Sweater Club is different. They tell you the base at the beginning when you sign up, and then you get to pick from your colorways. So um, again, this round I got... Long Rider DK and Raspberry Cordial, and I and that's the true sweater. And then I got the DK Twist in Bluestone, and that's the briquette hoodie that I've been working on this week. Um, and so the last um, selection for Sweater Club this round was a BFL sock. And so I picked a colorway called Daffodil, and this was, you know, again, me trying to reach outside of my comfort zone and not just always order blue. So it is a, um, a really pretty um, gold, I guess is the only way I can describe it. I, from the picture, I think I was expecting it more to be a little more variegated yellows with oranges running through it. And instead, I would say it really is a gold. Like, I think you could show it to two different people, and some of them would say it was a yellow, and some of them would say it was an orange. But it's very striking. It's really pretty. It's not a color I have anything even remotely similar to in my stash right now. I do have one sweater that was an orange, but it's very much a traditional burnt orange um, with some nitpicks yarn that I bought years ago. So um, this one will be uh, completely different, completely sort of new to my color palette. Um, I got five skeins as part of my subscription, and I think they're 420-yard skeins. So a little bit, right around 2100, maybe 2105, something like that yardage, maybe they're 425, I can't remember. But anyways, I am super excited about that yarn, um, and I have not done anything about selecting, I'm oh, sorry for your yawning, um, I, about selecting a pattern for that, so that is going into my stash, but that will give me some, um, some fun this week, is to start looking for fingering weight um, sweater patterns. I think I've talked before about the fact that here in Colorado, a lot of times a worsted weight sweater is all I need. I don't really need a coat. So, um, in the times when I do need a coat, then a fingering weight sweater makes a little more sense for me, um, as opposed to a big bulky worsted weight sweater, because I, I really never need much more than sort of my light down jacket. Um, so more to come on that as I select the patterns. Um, and then the other thing I wanted to talk about was um, the Fall 2015 Magnolia Society Sweater Club. I got an email yesterday that that is opening this Friday, so July 31st, 2015. I think they usually the sign-ups open for about two weeks. Um, and uh, I am fooling myself in thinking that I'm going to be making a decision about this in the next couple of days, but the odds are I don't think I've ever, ever since I started opted out of Sweater Club, I think I did opt out maybe one time from Yarn Club. Um, but the three um, the three yarns that they are doing this time, uh, there is a pure merino worsted. So it's 100% merino. It's not superwash. Um, they are saying that it's very similar to their Tosh Vintage. 
and their 200 yards gain. So that would be the September yarn base. Um, then they have a Mountain Meadow Sport. So this is a 100% non-superwash, and I believe this is a like a ranch yarn is kind of what they're calling it. So I think this is um, potentially like a U.S. sheep um, and U.S. milled yarn. Um, a lot of people were talking about whether or not was it scratchy or any of that. Um, I don't have a lot of sport weight in my stash, and I think it kind of sounds fun to maybe try something new. It's a two-ply. So um, that one would definitely be uh, something different that was not in my stash, which would be um, good. And then uh, MCN Fingering, which seems to be in every single one of the clubs. So I have quite a bit of it, I think, in my stash, but I really like it. So you kind of can't go wrong there. So that's their MCN Fingering. Um, and it's 80% wool, 10% cashmere, 10% nylon. It's a three-ply. And so those are the options. They don't have pricing available yet. So I suppose there's a chance that, especially with that ranch wool in there, that it will be um, prohibitively expensive and that I won't end up opting in. But my hope is that I will be able to subscribe. So this time they're offering 28 colorways. Um, and that's always a lot of fun to kind of take a look and see what they offer um, and, you know, kind of fantasize about. You, it, they're very clear about the yardage that you'll get. So, for example, I usually do the large um, subscription just because, because these are club yarns and they're not easy to replace. I always want to make sure I have more yardage than I think I would need for whatever project I'm trying to do. Because um, you just never quite know if you're going to be able to um, go back and get more. So at that range, the Pure Merino would be 7 skeins, so 1,400 yards. The end, the Meadow Mountain Sport would be um, 9 skeins, and so 1,800 yards. And then uh, 5 skeins of the M Sand Fingering, so 2,025 um, yards. So nice, generous quantities. And like I said, you know, you could easily get a sweater out of that and then not have to worry about um, running out and then you can always make some sort of matching accessory or an accessory to give away. So they'll be announcing the pricing and opening the club on the 31st and um, probably next time I will be talking about which colors I picked because I'm, I'm pretty likely to do that. And then, you know, the, the Madeline Tosh clubs, I've done them for a while now, a couple of years I think, and um, there was a period where it seemed like the maybe they were growing and the clubs were less of a priority, which is understandable. Um, but they have someone assigned now who is managing the clubs and focused on that. And that's been a really nice improvement. The communication is great. They're better about getting shipping notices out. They are running the clubs concurrently, which for a while it had been sort of one and then the other and then like long pause and then one and then the other. And so... Um, like I said, this month I got three packages in the mail um, all when I got back from vacation, which means all in the same week, and that was fun for me. So that is um, a huge improvement. I'm a big fan, and it's worth checking out. There is, um, if you go to MadelineTosh.com, they have a page about the clubs, and then if you're on Ravelry, there is a forum for the Magnolia Society clubs, so you can check that out.
actually attending. Um, so the only thing that I have um, planned right now coming up is Yarn Along the Rockies. And so I've talked about this a little bit. I did have the dates wrong last time. This starts on um, August 22nd and runs through, um, I think, August the 31st. And so what this is is a yarn crawl, basically. Um, 23 stores in the front range of Colorado are going to participate in this store. So I've been really trying to um, give some thought to um, which stores I want to hit. It does seem like this only goes about as far north as Boulder. So there are a couple things in Fort Collins that I've been wanting to check out. So I may just make myself um, a, um, a little itinerary that includes a couple of stores that are not on there. They do have, um, they do have each of the stores preparing an accessory pattern. So if you go to the ones that are involved in Yarnal and the Rockies, they have, um, each committed to a special, um, pattern and it, it looks like you can kind of like get your thing stamped or something. Um, and I'm just taking a look to see, oh, this is fun. So one of the tips that they, um, they have their blog here, sorry for the long pause there, they have their blog here and it sounds like each shop will also have a prize basket and that there can be long lines to, um, get that filled out, um, but they're recommending that you make um, address labels so that you can just slap that onto the um, the form in the store and uh, and off you go. So that's pretty cool. That's kind of a cool idea. Um, and then they are uh, featuring on yarnalongtherockies.com each of the different stores. So the last couple um, that they have featured is a store called Needleworks by Holly Berry, and um, this is in Colorado Springs, so I probably will not get down to this one, um, but it looks like a cute little shop in what they're calling Old Colorado City, and um, then they have Colorful Yarns, which is in South Glen, also might be a little bit far south for me, um, and uh, they carry a lot of indie dyers and small uh, batch yarns and things like that, which might be really cool. So um, if nothing else, I think it gives me some things to think about. There's one called Wild Yarns that's in Lodo, which is um, lower downtown Denver. And um, the Knit Knack, those are the ones that are kind of currently featured on the blog. So very excited to go and do this. I'm trying to see if I can gather up a couple of girlfriends to tag along with me. Um, but if not, I'm just going to take the day and really um, explore and hopefully find some new shops that I like and some new yarns that I like and, um, and see what's what. So very excited and really looking forward to that event. That's really all um, that I am planning to do coming up. I do still have this grand scheme in my head um, for an event 
um, but it is not at a point where I am quite ready to talk about it yet. So um, sorry to be vague, but in the coming month or so, I'm hoping to get organized um, around a little event that I am hoping to host. So more to come on that. And that's really it for this week. So um, I did want to just say thank you again to everyone who is listening and those of you who have commented um, on the Ravelry board or sent me messages on Instagram. Um, that kind of encouragement just means the world and makes me feel um, just it just makes my day, honestly, when I get any sort of feedback at all. So thank you very much to anyone who has taken the time to do that. Your encouragement means everything to me. If you want to um, follow along, I am on Ravelry as Becky-Kelly, and uh, I have started a Ravelry group for the podcast. Not a lot of activity there, but I am posting when the episodes go live, and I am hoping to come up with a couple of fun things for the fall to kind of get people um, involved and engaged. And uh, you can also follow me on Facebook, and I'm on Twitter and Instagram as um, at knit actually podcast. So that's it for this week. I um, hope that the brief uh, episode is okay with everyone. And I will probably be checking back in with you all in a couple weeks. So until then, um, happy knitting. Thank you for hanging out and have a fantastic day.